Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody you're listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show i've been saying it like that since i got it too all right i've got a good one for you today yesterday the other day i was talking to you about the most effective weapon available to us as human beings i think is prayer i think prayer helps us in so many ways but right now what i want to do is I want to show you how prayer pays off. I want, I want to show you what good it can do for you. Even me, I use it every day. And, and the days I don't use it, I feel it. The, the, you know, the days that I go, you know, without talking to him as much, I notice it, I feel it, I feel a certain kind of way. You know, the, those, uh, those, that doubt starts slipping in again, that uneasy feeling of uncertainty slips in again, that that wondering what I'm going to do starts slipping in again. It happens to me. It happens to everybody, man, I think. I, re- I really, really do. You know, if people would just keep it real with each other, stop being this Christian, this Superman, because you ain't. You ain't. There's a scripture that says there's none perfect. No, not one. That's everybody. That, that, that cover all of us, don't it? So sometimes I think we're a little too hard on each other. Uh, with that too, seeing as how we not perfect, we immediately want to just, just, oh man, we just want to kill when we find somebody do something wrong. Especially if it go public, everything go public now called social media. But anyway, I just want to talk to you about how prayer pays off. I mean, it's called the ROI money. People got money, call it ROI, so return on investment. People are always looking for a return on investment. You know, nobody. 
Nobody in business really gives you money without understanding the return on investment. They don't even give monies to charities unless they think it can do something with the bottom line. A lot of companies work like that. I found that out myself. Sad, but it is true. So since everything is expected to work on a return on investment, I assume because we're human beings. So since we're all human beings, whether you're in business or, or not, you're still in the business of living. I think when you pray, you should expect a return on your investment. You talk to him. You spent time opening up to him. You bowed your head to him. You humbled yourself. You got on your knees. I mean, but really we're talking God here, so really what you're doing ain't really about nothing, be honest with you. The little bit that you do do on his behalf, it, it, it just pales in comparison with what he does. But let's just say you want to call yourself investing. Well, let me show you how it pays off. This Because, see, for me, this is for me now, prayer pays off in different ways. That's what I had to learn. See, I was praying, but I was asking him specifically for what I wanted. I had the audacity, though, to turn around and tell him how to do what I wanted. <laughs> That's amazing, man. I can't tell you how many blessings I blocked coming my way by putting my faith in what I said I wanted and how I wanted him to do it. I want you to give me this. I want that person to go away. I want this person to accept everything you say. Then I want to go over here and I want this deal to happen like this. And I want that person to just step aside and let, let me through. And then I want that. I, was, I had it mapped out. God must have been chuckling really hard. <laughs> he had to be going, boy, I made you to be funny, but boy, you're funny now. So you're going to tell me how to do it. And you've all heard this right here. If you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Well, that's what I did. And that's how we pray a lot of times. We pray. And we pray in the prayer we're telling him how to work it out. Well, here's the deal. This is what I've learned. Prayer pays off in different ways. There's a different return of my investment when I pray. See, sometimes when I'm praying for something, a situation to dissolve itself or go away, sometimes I get courage out of the prayer. Prayer provides me courage. That's just to go on and look at it, I guess. Face it. Then sometimes when I'm praying about a situation, sometimes prayer gives me hanging power. Sometimes, man, it just, I look up and I'm just handling it better. Sometimes prayer gives you laugh it off power. Sometimes, man, you just got to laugh it off. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> you tripping. Do you know what that is if you could do that? You know, sometimes it gives it gives you a show of strength, power. Sometimes prayer allows you to have the appearance that you got it all together. Nobody got to know the whirlwind, the, the tornado, the hurricane that's swirling in your life. You standing over there like the eye of the hurricane. You just And it's all swirling around you, but you standing there like the eye. You just as calm. That's what prayer does. So when you pray, man, it builds up a lot of things in you. You know what it's done for me? Prayer has built up character in me. It's made me have more character because I'm able to stand stronger on the things I say because I've been praying, because I've been asking God for all of those return of investments. I've been asking God for courage. 
I've been asking God for hanging that power. I've been asking him to give me the power to walk away. I've asked him to give me ignored power. I've asked him to help me laugh it off. I've asked him to show me strength. But you know what I was doing? I was really praying, not really for them things, be real with you. I was asking him to help me. Lord, help me. You ever done that? You ever asked God for help? And then all of a sudden a list of these things show up? See, sometimes how you want the problem to be solved ain't the best way. There's a lesson to be learned when we make mistakes. And sometimes you got to stay in that fire and you got to learn that lesson. But guess what, though? When you come out of it, you're going to be better for it. You're going to know more about it. Come on, y'all, pray. He's solid. His word is true. It lasts forever. He do what he say he's going to do now. All day. All night. 24-7. He do it all day, all night, and then some more. His word don't ever change. It's true. It works for me. It worked for you. It worked for Jake's. It worked for Osteen. It worked for Kirk Franklin. It worked for Paula White. It worked for Billy Graham. It worked for Mother Teresa. It worked for Gandhi. It worked for princes, Arabs. It worked, man. It worked for you. What you waiting for? Why don't you put prayer in your game? Watch what happened to you. You sitting in that jail cell and you struggling with it and they telling you blood in, blood out, you can't get in you. That's foolishness, man. What you mean? God can get you out of anything. Look, man, if you done read your Bible, he done got some people out of some sticky situations. I don't know what you talking about. If Daniel was in the lion's den and Jonah was in the belly of the whale, what you talking about? Where you are? You just sitting in a cell with some dudes around you talking about what they going to do. Man, you got to be real. God can't nothing do nothing. Nobody do, can't nobody do nothing to you. God won't give you the strength to handle. Prayer changes things, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. Uh, right now, what's about to happen, what's about to pop off, what's about to go down, what is about to present himself mm-hmm. is the funkiest, most livest, yeah. ignitest, say it, morning show on earth. I like it. There are some who has ignorant moments. But to hold this ignorance for four hours truly is a gift. That's my alarm that lets me know it's time to start this ignorance right here. So let us begin. <laughs> Share the Without further ado, let's get it started, Steve Harvey. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. Morning, morning, sunshine. What's happening, crew? What up, Junior? Man, Unc, ain't nothing but you and us and everybody else. How's up, family? Nephew Tommy. Big doggy dog, we in the building, baby. Let's make it do what it do. Sun shining, mm. there's plenty of light. A new day is dawning, sunny and bright. But not a sad word. OJ. Should a young. Oh. Did he say oh, the OJ? He did. Yeah, like yeah. He 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 turning the channel. So just when he hit it, you you hit it. Go. I thought you was doing it. Oh, what? I got one See, for you too. Or and Luther. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was asking you to turn to the OJ. But, no, but no, no, no. He was guessing <laughs> that's okay. who it was. I was guessing. I'm thinking he's trying to do I'm a little DJ. No. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. I was wrong. Right. You was wrong. Yes. Take my money, Joseph. 
Yeah. Oh, you know. He would never make it on Name That Tune. Man. <laughs> and it's I back. Sun is shining. Bro. It's, I said, ooh, OJ. I like OJ. I always okay. wanted to be on this show. Name That Name Tune. That, it's back. I bet you I could do it. that, Carla. I bet you I could win, too. I bet you could win. Oh, you know but they, they can only do... <laughs> A certain yeah. genre. Yes. <laughs> if they do R&B, 70s, 80s, I'm yeah. over. Woo! We champs, right, Steve? Yeah. You can't, you only, can't win in the 90s, Steve? Nah, name nah, I ain't going to win in the 90s. Name that tune in one I note. I can't believe I was wrong. I didn't uh, know. <laughs> hey, you know what? We ought to do a version of it one day. Just have Dave just play just a, a little okay. snip. and I'm okay. okay, that'll be fun. Oh, that'd be great, huh? And oh, then uh, you comment no, you couldn't even get the lyrics. Yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. Now you can get I the play tune? against Junior. Steve <laughs> against Junior. Uncle Steve against Junior. I swear to God, I thought I was right. Everything oh. is Joe to Steve with well, that's, Junior. That's the that's problem. All he knows. Yeah. I didn't even know Tommy. I'm sorry. Great group. Great group. They was yeah. good, Junior. Uh huh. They were. Jodeci has some hits now. But, but oh, yeah. Sunny please believe. Please. Sunny shine. Who is that? Who is that? Temptations. No. The sun is shining. That's Luther. Come on now. You know Luther. Luther. Luther was the 80s. The Luther who? He said Luther who? Yeah, the Temptations hey, originally then. Did he say Luther so you who? you going to get jumped on. What, what other Luther me? is it? Luther, okay. dog. All right. Uh-uh. uh uh-uh. We're I'm moving sorry. on. Uh-uh. Because we're getting ready to fight up in here. What uh, other Luther he talking about? Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO in the building, Chief Love Officer, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. The Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, is in the building. Are you ready, ready, sir? I know you are. ready. Let's go. All right, this one's from LaDonna in Southwest D.C. LaDonna says, I've been divorced for three years, and I don't think dating is for me. Why is it that professional black men don't choose professional women, whether they're black, white, or another race? I'm a professor, and my colleague is engaged to a woman that's a secretary. My brother is married to a woman that's a waitress that was a waitress when he met her. I can't get a professional man to look my way, and I'm curvy and fine. What criteria are men looking for nowadays? Well, what should I be doing differently? First Please of all, advise. they're looking for love. Please don't feel bad because a man is in corporate America and he's dating a secretary or a waitress. He found what he like. Now, see, if, if they were skipping over waitresses and, 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 and the secretaries, see, then everybody have a problem with that. So it's not that. Stop looking at them. Your focus is you. That's all you got to worry about is you. And part of the problem you're having right now is you your focus is in too many places other than you. Just do you. Get yourself together. You've only been divorced three years. You know, now, you've narrowed your search down to only professional men. Mm. So let me ask you something, Miss Professional Woman. If a man was a manager at Home Depot, he can't say nothing to you. Mm. If a man uh, worked at the post office, he can't say nothing to you. See, so if you want to have this, uh, if you want to date by class, it's going to be a little challenging for you. Because your knight in shining armor could be in in, in the making. How old did she say she was? Uh, she didn't say, Steve. She didn't no. say. She, she just, just been, been divorced, divorced three LaDonna years. LaDonna from South Oh, wait, what's her name? D.C. LaDonna from D.C. Yeah, D. she was born yeah, in Fort Worth. Right, right right hey, LaDonna, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, Daddy named okay, Larry, he's a professional man. Dog. I'm a professional. Who? All right, Why here you? we go. Hey. 
Okay. Uh, Patricia in West Palm says, <laughs> my parents will be celebrating 37 years of marriage in March, but I recently met a man that says he's my little brother. He's 11 years younger than me, and he's my father's twin. He told me his mom's name, and I remembered the lady because she worked with my dad. He said his mom moved away before he was born, and now he wants nothing more than to meet his father. He wants my help with the introduction. Should I help him or not? C-L-O. Well, I mean, you might as well, you know. I mean, he came to you. You say he just split an image of your father. Might as well help him out, you know. I mean, is now. Let me ask you a question, though. Does your mother know about him? Doesn't sound because like you say your mother, y'all celebrating thirty-seven years. Does your mother know about him? See, that's the problem. Yeah, that happened so to me. You, you know, what what happened to you, Sharon? That happened. I found out later in life that I had a brother. My father had an outside child. My mother mm. did not know. And she oh, was man, not happy <laughs> well, at all. Wow. Yeah. My mm-hmm. parents' marriage ended on that same principle. But my father was dead, so yeah. oh, I can well, be mad yeah. at him. Yeah, probably, but probably get over it a little bit quicker. Yeah, she did because you know. if he was alive, Lord yeah. Jesus, ain't nobody to cuss out at one point. Uh-uh. You just got to go ahead and move <laughs> on. You got to go yeah. on take yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I would. I don't know. I mean, you should. know, I would. First of all, I would do. I would take it to your father. Mm-hmm. And let your father manage that situation. It's not a situation for you to manage. Yeah. I think you take it to your father and just let your father know that you're going to love him no matter what. You know, and and just be that. Because it, it changes nothing about your father's relationship with you. It changes nothing. A lot of people have made all kinds of mistakes in their lifetime. You know, yeah. you can't be held or you can't hold a mistake over your head for the rest of your life. Everybody want to make everybody pay when they discover they had a mistake. The Lord's Prayer says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. The other line is, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So you got to start living like that. If you don't, ah, you're going to need forgiveness in a minute. So. His mom is going to be upset, though. Oh, she's going to be wife, through the roof. Yeah. She's going to be She's going to be mad. Mm. She's going to be mad. Oof. My mom was. No, I was just saying, my mom was upset, too. Yeah, yeah that, that yeah. stuff happens. I can yeah. believe it. All right. Um, Shady in Indiana. I just know. I know her mom's going to be mad. Shady in Indiana. (laughs) I'm a 25-year-old married woman, and I have a female friend that my husband used to date. We've been friends for years, and she gave me her blessing to date and marry her ex. My husband has a problem with us still being friends, but he's still friendly to her in person and on social media. My best friend said there's something shady about that, and I need to watch them. Do you think that's okay for my husband to be friendly with her? Mm. Well, wait a minute now, lady. You went to her, and she gave her blessing to you. It's your friend. Mm -hmm. This your friend, Shady. (laughs) <laughs> that gave you her blessing because she used to date your husband and told you to go on and marry him and be happy. Now, you don't want your husband, your husband got a problem with y'all still being mm-hmm. friends, but he friendly to her in person and on social media. You do the math. I ain't mm-hmm. got to tell you nothing. Yeah, her best friend told you. You know, and how, and how y'all still all that cool any damn way? Everybody cool. <laughs> that don't make sense. You know, everybody cool. You cool with her. He cool. She cool with you. He cool with her. She cool with him. There's too many damn cool ass people in this story. You just said the, 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 the situation before. You just said forgive. 
Maybe huh? they all forgave, forgave each other. It Maybe don't sound like it in this letter. That, I'm, <laughs> that forgiveness was in the other letter. <laughs> <laughs> you moved on. No, these questions are separate, Shirley. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm no, just I'm just saying. They're trespassing in this one, okay? <laughs> right, right, yeah, exactly. There's too much going on. They, this all is a consenting adults right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what do you think she should do? Do you what? think she she wants to know? Do you think it's okay for my husband to be friendly with her? I don't think it's cool for you to be friendly with her. Mm. So you got too many damn friendly people, but you can be friendly with her, but you don't want him to be friendly with her. Y'all need to make up your mind. <laughs> All right, yeah. CLO, thank yeah. you. I would <laughs> dissolve the friendship and move on. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with weather and national news. Also, it's Groundhog Day, guys, uh, plus in entertainment news. Kanye West, yeah. <laughs> Kanye West is being sued by his Sunday service performers. We're going to talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Super Bowl trip. Super Bowl trip. Come on, kid. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Martina please. Oh, she's not in right at the moment. Can I take a message or something I can help you with? Uh, actually, I'm uh, giving a call to make sure I'm uh, double-checking on confirmation for Mr. and Mrs. No, man, no. Uh, that may be a mistake because she's going by herself. I'm not going, so that just should be, should, should be Mrs. That's all. Oh, Okay. All right, well, I, t- I tell you what, we have we have her schedule. We wanted to make sure we gave the confirmation. And, uh, you know, with a big weekend like this, we're double-checking and making sure everybody's actually coming and getting their grooms because you know you're subject to get charged for it. And we definitely have the honeymoon suite waiting on her. Oh, oh honeymoon suite? Man, we've been married 17 years. What you talking about, honeymoon suite? Well, we got you. You, you, um, you say Mr. and Mrs. What's the name on that? Miss Martina. Is that right? Yeah, that's my wife, yeah. All right, and we've got Tony as well. Who the, what, who the is Tony? My name is Vernon. You say what now? My name is Vernon. Who the hell is Tony? So, I, I'm, wow. We we have, we're, this is, I think uh, I got the wrong one. I think y'all got the wrong one, man. Okay, did, did you guys make reservations here at the hotel and for the Super Bowl weekend? My wife is going to this weekend to be with her sick auntie. That's what she told me. Now, I don't know nothing about no and those, but you know what? Yeah, keep talking to me. Yeah, okay, player. Keep talking to me because uh, this is getting real interesting right here. She's coming to for the, well, to the I, I, have, I have, I have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Martina and Tony are coming. We have the uh, honeymoon suite here for the Super Bowl weekend. Checking in tomorrow and checking out on Monday. Oh, no. You know what? This is the right here because, see, like I said, she told me she was going to see her sick auntie, and I told her, cool, I paid for the damn ticket myself. I got my tax return back, and I paid for it my damn self so she can go out there. And you telling me this half of the made reservations and I mean, what the hell? I mean, no, uh-uh. Victor, what's your name again? My name is Vernon. Okay, Mr. Vernon, sir, I first of all, I do apologize. I'm just a, you know, I'm here in the reservations and basically, they just got us calling because it's a big weekend, and you know, if you if you don't come in, you, your your card will definitely get charged. Man, so they got us double checked. You know what? Well, y'all better not charge nothing to my card. Don't charge. Matter of fact, I want to cancel this reservation. She can fall back in. It, as far as I'm concerned, this is the. Let her walk up in here right now. 
Let her walk her ass up in here right now because, see, this is, this is okay, crazy. Sir, sl- let's, let's just slow, let's slow down a minute. Let's slow down. Maybe there's just a mistake here. I mean, uh. No, man. Uh-uh. The, the honeymoon suite at the No wonder she told, no wonder. I'm like, she told me she needed $200 for them hotel, me, for the hotel room. Yeah, well, actually, it's, uh, well, they must be splitting in here. It's, it's, it's about 400 and something a night for this room. Excuse me? She didn't pay that much for my damn wedding ring. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, sir. I, is there any way I can, I can call back and speak to Martina so you I can... I never in life call back to this, okay? Because, see, if you call back here talking about this, because, see, I don't even normally answer this phone, okay? This is her phone. She went to go run an errand for me. And, but don't you never call this phone back again because, see, she ain't coming to... Not this lifetime, she's not. But, uh, I, I, you know what? I want to thank you, though. I appreciate you letting me in on what was up. Yeah, knew it. Okay, okay. Mr. Vernon, can you slow down some, man? Hang on. Okay? Now, listen. What I have to do is I have to talk to the person that made the reservation in order to cancel it. No, but you can I talk to me. To you, you can cancel this right now. But I need to hear that from Miss Martina okay. that it's canceled. Trust me. When she get back, she's going to be able to talk to you. You can cancel it now. I'm telling you now. Cancel it. It ain't going to be no honeymoon Okay, we've been married for 17 years. We got four kids, and I'm sitting back here. Stop, cancel it now. I'm telling you to cancel. Sir, I cannot cancel it without speaking to her. I tell you what, you, your best bet is to cancel that because if you put a charge on it, I'm gonna drive to and find Joe. What's your name? Excuse me. What's your name? I'm Brian, sir. Brian, if there's one charge on my critical, I will find you. Okay, sir. Well, let me find Martin, you. Do you have Tony's number where I can call him and maybe? Man, you know what? You know what? I will have Tony's number in a minute because I got her phone. I'm just go through it and find it because this is some. And she's going to be in with Tony. So if you call back here, you're not going to get her because she's going to be over there with that. Okay, sir. Now, there's one more person that's on the, that's scheduled on the room. What? Uh, one more person? What are they doing? A threesome? Uh, I'm not sure. Now, I've got another person on the, on schedule on here. This can't get no worse. Come on with it. You want the, I'm sorry, you want the name of the yeah, other I person? I want the name, yes. Come on with it. You didn't tell me everything else. Okay, I got a, a, uh, somebody named Nephew Tommy. Excuse me? <laughs> hey, man. Get the f*** out of here. Vernon, this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Your <laughs> wife got me to prank phone call you. Oh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> I'm going to DNA out there. <laughs> the DNA out of this is <laughs> Hey, man. Okay, that's who she's been talking to on the phone. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah, you got me. You got me. Yeah. Hey, Bernard, I got to ask you, what is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, man, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another extraordinary prank phone call by the nephew okay. himself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, dear, thank you. Well, you <sighs> okay. up here talking about the honeymoon suite. You yeah. Put it all out there. Put it all out there. <laughs> I like them. I like ready, set, go people. I like people Vernon. that in five seconds, they well, go, that's boom. Me. Vernon wasn't having it. <laughs> no, that's you. We, oh, we know it's you. Oh, we oh, know that's right you. I, I, I've lived my entire like life on Ready Set. Your I don't entire even life, get, Steve? You've huh? always been like that. Your I've always life? been like that. I've always that. been that way. Always. Even when you were a it, kid? Yeah, I mean, where I stayed, like you had to be on Ready Set. Because go was, go was down the street. <laughs> what could you be on Ready Set Go for as a kid, though? I'm trying to think. What? Dog, do you know how many 
Well, I grew up in a neighborhood where you had to fight. Did he just call me dog? Yeah. Uh-huh. Fight no, or be able to, to fly. To to fight or fly. Dog, you had to be able to fight. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm, and, and we fought about everything. Because, you know, back then, you know, we wasn't shooting each other, nothing like this. No. But we're going to put these hands up. But everybody on my block, everybody mm. around the corner on Primrose, down Lakeview, everybody had hands. Mm. Yeah, but, what, but hands, what's the best man. thing about it? If you oh, no. lose, you go home. If you win, you go home. Man. Well, well, and, uh, and you playing two days after that. Still so be friends. Still be friends. It's gone, friends. man. Yeah. It's gone. But you want 125th, Unc, right? 112. 112. Was it a rule that everybody said, hey, don't go down 112? That had to be a statement. No, you couldn't go down 112, 111, 110, 105th. <laughs> if your ass didn't live on that street, you couldn't go down there. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Kanye West is reportedly being sued by members of the Sunday service cast and crew. The no! class action lawsuits, yeah, Junior, which are fi- which were filed last summer in Los Angeles, are divided between the performers and the crew. It's about 800 people, 800 people suing Kanye West. Performer Michael Pearson says he was paid a flat day rate of $250. He wasn't allowed meal or restroom breaks, and many performers had to stand all day or sit on the floor because there wasn't enough chairs. As if that wasn't bad enough, some of the performers had to walk home because the shuttle wasn't provided for them. Kanye's opera allegedly violated California labor laws by not paying employees on time, or in some cases, ever and denying them overtime meal and bathroom breaks what according to you a can't source go pee? <laughs> yes right all right then watch yeah, this here what right, okay right. cool okay i can't go pee all right here we go y'all ready here it is what on the second verse watch this right right, right. i'm finna pee straight through these slavery clothes you got us wearing right here right now <laughs> Those are designer originals, I'll have you know, sir. I don't you know, care. It ain't, it ain't nobody going to do that to me. I don't give a damn. So uh-uh. what, go what are they bathroom. suing him for, Shirley? Does it how say much money? how much? No, it doesn't say how much, but it, it's a lot. It's a class action lawsuit. Uh, according to a source, no one knows how involved Kanye is or if he even knew what was going on as it was all so last minute. It, w- it was terribly run. <laughs> Whether it was mismanagement, accidental, or on purpose, this is a very, very strong case. But well, you know something. I don't think it him. was Kanye per se. I've been mm-hmm. around. But he shouldn't have gotten this far. And you know, he he's got people who run that stuff for him, and I just think of some incompetency on their part. I've never seen wow. him do anything cruel to a person. You know, especially That's in that creative space. Mm-hmm. You know, but so I don't know. So I don't good. know that he's aware of that. The Minister of Music knows everything. Let's find out who that is. Now, the Minister of Music can tell you exactly what's happening. I bet you yeah. the Minister of Music got that. Mm-hmm. And somebody should went to the pastor, the Minister of Music, and say these people ain't been paid. <laughs> no. Okay. Call it. Call it. Call it. Kanye the is the pastor. Exactly. That's what I'm pastor saying. Yeezy. That's what I'm saying. Pastor he Yeezy. should know. I, I'm surprised he didn't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Getting to also, him is not, he's not easy. that guy. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you don't just walk over there and strike up a conversation. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, you, you can't Even approach him? in the choir? I mean, no, I'm not saying he's unapproachable, but it, it, it's layers to get to him. Oh, That's okay. all. So I if I'm you. in his choir, I can't you're go not, talk? You're you not going to be able to say a damn thing to him. 
Wow. Is that what you want to hear? Exactly. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah. So I can sing for him, and we can sing for the Lord, but me and him can't talk. Well, you don't sing that good, Tommy, so no. Well, it don't matter, but... Come on, hit it, Tommy. Hit it, Tommy. Trump is gone. I'm going to just shut you down now before you get in the lawsuit. Your ass ain't class action or nothing. All right, let's get to this story. It's a sad one in entertainment news. This is out of Hollywood. Former Saved by the Bell star Dustin Diamond has passed away. We all knew him as Screech on the show, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Diamond had stage four lung cancer, and after the news broke just last month, his condition had rapidly rapidly worsened in the past week. His Saved by the Bell co-star Mario Lopez tweeted, Dustin, you will be missed my man, the fragility of this life is something never to be taken for granted. Dustin Diamond was only 44 years old. Wow. Wow. I did a wow. Show with him. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, Steve. Yeah. Um, wow. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, here we go. Thank you very much. Uh, tens of millions of people from Pennsylvania to New Jersey to New York and New England now dealing with the back half of a two-day snowstorm. Slippery white stuff and icy conditions all over the place. If you're by the shore, there's actually uh, melted ice and water and flooding. Uh, they'll have all prompted strict travel advisories and restrictions, states of emergency, scattered power outages, but not as many, they say, as they expected. Coronavirus testing is about to become a whole lot faster and easier. That's because President Biden's developed a deal with the an Australian pharmaceutical outfit for an in-home COVID test kit. Now, this is without a prescription, and it delivers results within 15 minutes on the user's smartphone. You can just do it at home. Meanwhile, the Associated Press report said an international investigation into the origins of the coronavirus is underway in China. A World Health Organization team has been sent over there to the two disease control centers that responded to the virus when it was first reported in Wuhan. By the way, China has reported more than 2,000 new domestic cases of COVID just the last month. President Biden hosted a group of Republican senators at the White House yesterday afternoon. And as Maine Republican Susan Collins says, they explained their differences with him about the COVID relief package that they feel is much too expensive. It was a very good exchange of views. I wouldn't say that we came together on a package tonight. No one expected that in a two-hour meeting. But what we did agree to do is to follow up and talk further on how we can continue to work together on this very important issue. Right now, it looks like there's a lot of real estate, though, between the numbers. The GOP wants to spend $600 billion with a B, but Mr. Biden is hoping for $1.9 trillion with a T. The Reverend Jesse Jackson underwent what a Rainbow Push spokesperson says was a successful minor surgical procedure last Thursday. He is recovering, they say, uh, today in the hospital, and his spirits are good, and uh, he looks like everything is good. The Reverend Jackson, uh, who was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2015, is said to be on the mend after being admitted uh, because of an abdominal discomfort that he had. You may remember he announced his condition to the world in November of 2017, and at that time, uh, it was said that he'd actually been diagnosed uh, two years earlier, 2015. But, of course, our prayers are with him. Uh, the Rainbow Push spokesperson says the so it was minor surgery and it was successful and that uh, the Reverend Jaskin is on the mend in the hospital. Sad but not tragic news. I left my According to his wife, singer Tony Bennett has been fighting Alzheimer's for the last four years, but she says he still sings every day. He's 94 years old. We wish him the best as well. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Well, today is Groundhog Day, and uh, neither the snow or this pandemic delayed the Groundhog Day virtual activities from Gobbler's Knob. We all know if Groundhog <laughs> Ponsatani Phil, that is Gobbler's his name, sees his shadow. So in case you missed it earlier. How early? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a blizzard going on right now where he has. So. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Gobbler's knob or whatever. Yeah. We, the fact we this taking our cue from a groundhog. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Growing up in Chicago, this was a very, very important day <laughs> to us. Very important. Growing. How up. How long has this been going on? Forever. Oh my God. Really? Yeah, as long as I can remember. Yeah. yeah. Long, Didn't you long see time. the movie with Bill Murray? Oh, oh that, I love that. That's classic. That was great. Yeah, I love it that. It is a classic. It is a oh, classic. That's great. Boy, yeah. he set that alarm clock, that radio. Boy, went off. They, they repeated the same <laughs> every day over day. The same song. <laughs> every day. <laughs> We're in the middle of a blizzard right now, anyway. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Six, six Has the groundhog ever been wrong? Uh, I don't. Just. Look, look, Do you understand that that's really not true? <laughs> what? No, we don't understand, it, Uncle. We got our hopes on this ground. Right, Boy, we can't. that ain't got nothing to do with it. Boy, that ain't real. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Had a groundhog like ever been people. wrong? Your ass been really waiting on this damn groundhog, dog? <laughs> no, I'm Steve, not waiting on okay. no groundhog. Steve, remember I got in trouble about Santa Claus. <laughs> Okay. okay. I'm waiting on time to Don't change back. I don't give a damn about this warthog. Groundhog day. <laughs> All right. He said warthog. That's what Tommy said. You called it, Carla. You called it. <laughs> Stay with me, Carla. I'm with you. I'm paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm saying, what? I want time to change. Damn about this warthog. <laughs> It's a groundhog, you crazy man. <laughs> I care about this warthog. I like the other hog better, the one that's seen Kuna Matata. That's the one I like. But that's good. Uh, so we, we just found out that it's not actually Groundhog Day. It is what, Tommy? <laughs> it's warthog or it's the sweat hogs from Welcome Back Carter. It's one of them. Welcome back. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day, okay? Groundhog Day. You don't care about time. You want time change. <laughs> That's all I care. All I want to know is when time going to change so it don't get dark till 8.30. That's all I'm I want. You. I'm with you. I'm spring with forward. You. That's what we're waiting yeah. on to see for the time yeah, to and change. I wish and spring past that hog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just calling it a hog now? <laughs> hey, if it's chitlins in there, it's a hog. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today is the second day of Black History Month. We want to say congratulations to our queen, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. Come on yesterday, here. All right, girl. Yesterday, yesterday, this is such good news. Norwegian lawmaker Lars Heartbreaken said uh, Abrams' work follows in Dr. King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s footsteps in the fight for equality and for civil rights. Stacey Abrams' voting rights organization Fair Fight Action has been credited for being on the ground and getting Georgia voters out to vote. Dr. King won the award back in 1964, if you recall. Um, yeah. 
and just so just so happy for her. Happy for Queen, her. Queen, come on, yes, Stacey. Yes, 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 yes. In other Black History news, the Black Lives Matter movement has also been nominated for 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, Black Lives yeah. Matter uh, calls for systemic change around the world. That's great news, forcing other countries to grapple with racism with their own uh, societies. And, and that's mm. really good news. Yeah. The Nobel Peace Prize will be given out in October, and um, yes. those are both very good nominations. Bellman woman, baby. Come on now. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. I tell you, somebody else should get one. As we look back on it historically, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Totally I would be mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be good. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I mean, that's the way you kick off Black History Month for sure. I love um, it. Yeah. I mean, really, really, I'm just so happy for Stacey Abrams. Um, you know, there's still a, a buzz that she may be running for governor again. Of Georgia. Maybe. Oh, uh, of Georgia. Oh, yeah. Well, Georgia blue. You might. You made I it might blue. Well. You might as well run. Mm-hmm. Oh, Republicans <laughs> in Georgia are a little scared. They've already got up a website, Stop Stacy or Stop Abrams. They're, they're already that. getting scared of her right now in case she might run. Stop her why? You know, I mean, they, they just, the, op- the opposing party just goes into automatic opposition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Automatic. Because for yeah. them, it's just power, position, and money. There's nothing yeah. else. Yeah. That's all it is. Skip yeah. what she stands for, what mm-hmm. she's willing to do, what she's willing to fight for. You're mm-hmm. a Democrat. We don't want you. Stop Stacey. Yeah. Stop Stacey. And that always come on something early. Them, she's a hey, socialist. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Them Republicans are hateful-ass people, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> And we are so divided. They're already starting. Or she hasn't made an announcement or anything. Nothing. You know. Yeah. But she has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Congratulations <laughs> to her. Both well yeah. deserved. Queen. Yes. Yes. Girl. yes. You better Very do well it. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, we're we're all very, very excited. I mean, Steve. It's it's a good time right now um, to be black. You know, it, it really is because well, I'm going to tell you something, Shirley. It's always been a good time for me. I'm mm-hmm. going to just be honest with you. It has been one of the great joys of my life mm-hmm. yes, to sir. have to win under the circumstances In that I've had of. to win under, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to perform under the mm-hmm. conditions that I've had mm-hmm. to perform, mm-hmm. and to thrive. In all of the mess that I've had to manage to to thrive in, mm-hmm. it has been a great joy. And plus, when I look back on it, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't black. Yeah. I I would have missed out on so, I, being black has been extremely funny to me. Strong, it has been though. extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been extremely empowering. Mm-hmm. Being black man has been my honor. Yeah. My honor to walk in the room and be the only black in the room. Yeah. Mm, and it's nothing we can do about yeah. it anyway, because this is the way God made us. <laughs> but I mean, I've walked in rooms and been Pride. the only black in the room. Yeah. 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 Of yeah. course. Yeah. And Pride knew it. That you had. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But walked yes. in there anyway. Come and on. And then. Mm-hmm. Had been yeah. fortunate enough to command a presence when I walk in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing about me, man, God gave me a lot of that. I, mm-hmm. I don't walk in the room and, and you don't know I'm in here. Oh, Steve got when did Steve get in here? Y'all saw me. <laughs> Steve. Y'all saw me. 
said no one ever, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I'm tired of his grunting. Know what that what? means, but yeah, <laughs> what? It's not what you think, um, and maybe it is. Uh, we'll get into it in a few, but uh, right now it is the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, it's Black History, y'all. We've been yes, talking it about it this morning. And mm-hmm. It gives me great pleasure to give you something that represents us and who we are. Mm. We need you to be a slave. Boy. Oh, in Black History Month. <laughs> I mean, when, when, when else do you want me to ask you to do it? For real tea. Get your get your nephew, Steve, please. Let's go, nephew. cat dog. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Miss Glenda, please. This is she speaking. Uh, Miss Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the um, Black History. Okay. You uh you you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade, am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh, for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay, listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow, and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe be of some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything or? But no, is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about nine o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow, if possible. Okay. Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. Okay. I could be there around nine, but I'm gonna have to leave about four. Well, we'll I tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out. But we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So, what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction, you know. So we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So, what exactly do I need to do? Work the concession stand, something like that? No, really. What we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as. Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already we already have fifty people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is, is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave, slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, that's what we've decided to do with the black history. We've decided I didn't to do. mean I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but, you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I understand we want to, it's we, a worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no slave. Well, well, you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No. I ain't going to be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Ms. Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Ms. Glenda? Yes, I am turning your 
down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or something. A house Negro. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that... I don't want do you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We sell have you listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? We, I, I, I wish got, you, if I got to come I to wish get you, you sold, would come to my house. Bring your me? over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now. Okay? Kiss I need my, to get you in the, in the frame of mind of, of being a slave of the day. Okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me, You're not going to sell me. You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me. I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister. My sister? <laughs> My sister, I can't believe that. Uh-uh, I'm going to get her. I can't believe she done did this. Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy. I can't believe this. I'm going to whoop her. I'm going to whoop her for this. It don't sound like you were going to get sold no way. Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No. No way. Because <laughs> Miss Linda's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We, we, we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on you. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. All right. I got, one more, I got one more thing to ask you. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that ictus <laughs> nephew Tommy. We love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. <laughs> man, Steve, come on, man. Show with that ass nephew yeah. Tommy. <laughs> that's my favorite prank, Tommy. I swear to God, I love her. I love that prank right there. Oh you my you God! Come to my house. You can kiss mine. <laughs> right? No, no. Nah, I, I help y'all out, but I'm not finna be no damn slave, no. man. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
you, you went back and said, if you don't come down here, I'm going down there and sell you at your house. At your house. I wish you would. I wish you would. Come. That's the first thing black people say. I wish you would. For $500. Come on over here with it. Come on. Man. Man. Oh, man. Said said it best. White people hope black people wish. Yeah. <laughs> we did by a different creed. We wish. Seats That was crazy. <laughs> this is Black History Month. Black Happy History, Black History, History Month. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I that's what we're doing on uh, this show. Sold, <laughs> yes. Man. Oh. Thank you, man. Wow. Tommy, that was great. Miss Glenda, love her. I want that one. Stupid is my job. And you you do it well. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject. I'm tired of his grunting. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, guys, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, I'm tired of his grunting. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I are both in our early 70s, and we've been married for 30 years. My husband has gained a significant amount of weight in the last 10 years, and he's changed in a lot of other ways. His table manners are terrible, and he throws food in his mouth and sounds like he's out of breath the entire time he's eating. He grunts and moans while he chews. Our grandchildren think it's funny, but it drives me crazy. It annoys me so much that I eat in the den. He moans and groans when he sits down and when he gets up. He makes noises when he gets out of bed and when he lies down. Whenever he gets in the bed for the night, he sighs really loud and makes baby noises until he settles in and gets comfortable. I won't even mention sex because it's the worst part of my marriage now. Yes, he still tries to be intimate, so I play along. But his extra weight and the noises he makes are a big turnoff. He snores like a grizzly bear and coughs throughout the night. If I sleep in the other room, his feelings will be hurt, and I don't want to do that. He keeps his routine checkups, and he does not have any health problems, thank heavens. The only problem the doctor noted was that he was overweight and wearing out his his joints, which is why he grunts so much. My husband was told to do some cardio daily and follow a low-carb diet, but he won't. He really suggested, uh, he recently suggested we trade in our Lexus for an SUV so he'll have more room. He seems to be cool with all of the extra weight and grunting, but I'm not. Please tell me what to do to fix this problem. Well, it is a problem. It's, it certainly is a problem. And honestly, I don't know if there's anything you can do to, to stop it. I mean, it, it has to be on him to begin with. I mean, he has to do the work. You can help him, um, you know, do it once he starts and support him. But he has to do his part. But you said in the letter he doesn't want to. Um, so I got to ask you, can you talk to him? Can you bring the situation up, the, the subject up about what the doctor said? Um, tell him how much you care about him and how much you really would like for him to be healthy. 
um, or healthier, uh, lose some weight, maybe you guys can start walking together. You can suggest these things. What about, you know, cooking some less fattening foods? They can be tasty, but, you know, less fattening. Um, you guys are in your 70s. You, um, you know, you mentioned that. So if he doesn't have any health issues now, uh, some could be coming, you know, with him being overweight. The doctor already said it, it's taking a toll on his joints. So, you know, he needs to be cognizant of all of that. Um, you want him to be with you for a long time. You could tell him that and tell him to listen to his doctor. Um, tell him, you know, you'll be there for him and he could at least try to do better. He could at least try to do better. Um, hmm. That's all I got, Steve. That's all I got. Well, it ain't all I got. <laughs> See, y'all kill me. What y'all like to do is y'all like to answer these letters. Y'all keep dancing around what's really going on. All right, here we go. By y'all, you mean me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, and then Carla wants you to dance around it, you know, so she can, you know, air it and it don't be offensive to nobody. You two are the non-offensive people on the show. <laughs> You know, but this just say, just give your part. Okay, well, I'm just, just trying to tell you. Sometimes you have to get two people now. That's what I'm here for. My husband and I are now early seventies. We've been together. We've been married thirty years. My husband has gained a significant amount of weight in the last ten years, and he's changed in a lot of other ways. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's just go on and get to this letter right now. Then gained too much damn weight. <laughs> she already said Buffalo that. Bob is up in there now. Oh my God. You know, Chuck E. Cheese is in the building now. Hammering Hank. No, don't tell me about no fat shaming. She wrote the letter. Her husband has gained a significant amount of weight. When a person says significant amount of weight, oh, that's some weight right there. That ain't 10 pounds significant and then he's changed in a lot of ways his table manners are terrible it's cause he big he big how you think he gonna have neat ass table manners he can't even tuck his shirt in no more <laughs> he don't use no napkin for what that fool got to travel too far from the plate to his mouth and every time he throws food in his mouth sound like he out of breath <sighs> <sighs> I done ate with people like that. Now, let me tell you what I did like about the letter. He's left, and, and he sounds like he out of breath the entire time eating. He grunts and moans while he chews. Our grandchildren think it's funny, but it drives me crazy. Oh, the kids is hollering. Oh, the kids is hollering because they hear all the... Now, the kids is hollering. It's driving you crazy. It annoys me so much that I eat in the den. He moans and groans when he sits up and he when he sits down and when he gets up. Now that's happening. Old people, ah, mm-hmm. that's getting. That's how you get up. Mm-hmm. Ah, you gotta make that, that noise lot. when you get up. Now here's mm-hmm. the sit down noise. Whew. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah. <laughs> ah. That's getting up. <laughs> That's sitting down. All right. Uh, we'll have part two of Steve's response. Steve, yeah. you're healthy. Maybe you can help him out. I'm going to um, help his ass. I'm going to do it. 
Coming up in 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of the letter, I'm tired of his grunting. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, I'm tired of his grunting. Lady, been in their early 70s. They've been married 30 years. Your husband ingrained a lot of weight, a significant amount of money. Fat ass just up in here just eating wrong. His table manners is wrong. He grunt and smack when he chewing. It sound like he out of breath the entire time he eating. And, 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 and the grandchildren think it's funny, but it drive you crazy. Well, the grandkids going to think it's funny. You know, we had a minister that used to come to our church. Mm-hmm. Used to smack and taste the whole time he was delivering the sermon. I believe that God, you understand, like the Lord said, y'all don't hear me. I, no, 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 no. We hear you. It's just that we hearing a lot of extra stuff too. Well, mm-hmm. now he makes noises when he gets up and when he gets down. When he sits up and when he sits down. I told you before. That's getting up. That's sitting down. That's up. Do all that. That's down. All right. Whenever he gets in the bed for the night, he sighs really loudly and he makes baby noises till he settles in. Here we go. What's that? I know what that is because I got got part to do that. So he get in the bed. And then he go, ah. And then when he get that cover up on him, he get that pillow right, then he go. He got to do all that to get the cover. Well, baby noises, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like old-ass versions of nursery rhymes. Don't let that bother you. All right. Now, here we go. I won't even mention sex because it's the worst part of my marriage. Yes, he still tried to initiate, so I play along. But that extra weight and the noises is a big turnoff. I bet it is. And he got all his big ass, got all this weight in here. He trying to be sexy. Sexy been gone. He roll over on you, but little did he know he already was on you. See, that's what's hard about when big ass people roll over on you. They don't realize that they was already on you. Now, he done rolled his what? big ass over there. Now, it's all over here now. It done overlapped. I know. I know, ladies. I know you don't want me to go there, but I'm trying to fix it. And it ain't it just, just his big ass ain't going to. Now, let, let me get to the part. He snore like a grizzly bear, cough throughout the night. I sleep in those rooms and feel and get hurt, so I don't want to do that. Now, here's the part. He keeps his routine checkups, and he does not have any health problems thank heavens what who the hell is y'all's doctor <laughs> you done diagnosed four medical problems in this damn letter and then the doctor tell y'all ain't nothing wrong with him his fat ass got a weight problem he wheezes when he talk he got a small esophagus because he got a grunt and make noises while he chewing and stuff he has sex he weigh too much he's sloppy what, what? How many more medical problems you need? He got a med. Now he wants to. The doctor done told him to have a a, a low uh, carb diet and do some cardio daily. Yeah. Old seventy year old people don't even know what that means. Quit eating so much and start walking. And we're not having breakfast till you do, cause cardio on a fasted stomach helps you burn more fat. Now that's all the help I got for you. Well, yeah, 
Yeah, because you're into health and you, you should I'm very much that. into health, but not yeah. in this letter, Larry. He <laughs> wants to trade in the Lexus so he can get an uh, SUV. That's because he's starting to get steering wheel burns on his stomach in that Lexus. You know, because he's making all them right and left turns and he get developing steering wheel burns on his big-ass stomach in that little-ass Lexus. He figured if he get that SUV, he can back up off that wheel a little bit. He probably going to have to just go on and start driving a city bus, if you know what I mean. Because well, that steering wheel is further away from you right there. That's all I got walk for walk and diet and lose some pounds, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to be cool with all this extra weight. He ain't cool with it. He just ain't doing nothing to get over it. And he's 70. Yeah, he doesn't want to. He just doesn't but want, I'm gonna tell you something, man. A doctor one time told me. He said, "Steve, do you know any 70 year old 300 pound people?" He said, "Bro, you can't do that in your old age. Your heart can't take it." That's right. He has got to get himself together. Mm-hmm. You have got to work with him mm-hmm. if you love him. You got to get him to do it, and that weight is causing him to breathe heavy and strange. And all that grunting to get up and down, that's what that's weight. That's like yeah. having a that's like somebody just Careful. laying a, a Careful. A can of ham on your chest at night. You know, you'd have had a whole ham pick up right. fifteen pound ham at the store in a can and just lay it on your chest at night. That's how he feels. Yes, that's man. what all that breathing is for. He got a whole can of ham <laughs> on his ass at night. So if she, yeah, okay, we agree on that. If she helps, to a lot of ham walk, on your ass. <laughs> Will you stop saying that? Cook low calorie meals, yeah, know. you know, stuff like that. All right, thank you, Steve. Uh, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve maybe, Harvey maybe FM. Maybe it's more like a whole pot roast on his chest. On Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. And uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior Sports Talk, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, you are ready with Sports Talk, I presume? Yes, Shirley. Take it away. Take it away. Talk about Shirley is the Super Bowl is on Sunday, and that means this week will be dominated by talk of the big game. But if you're not from Kansas City and you're not from Tampa. And you're from Texas. And you, have, and you don't have any ties to the other area. If you if you from Cleveland, it ain't got nobody in there. It Come on, Junior. It doesn't matter where you from. Well, it don't matter. Hey, hey, hey. I'm in L.A. to tape NFL honors, so I'm a, I'm, and I, I have you Cleveland oh, Brown good. bits and everything. I'm finna do this week. Go ahead, Junior. So I was saying, uh, so so who you root for in the game? You ain't got who no I'm ties or nothing. For? Yeah. I'm pulling for Texas. Man, come on. The Texans aren't in the Super Bowl. He asked you, who are you pulling for in the Super Bowl? If you're going to put your bet down in Vegas, who are you putting it on? Kansas City. Over Tom Brady? Yeah. I don't give a damn about Tom Brady, man. I ain't never liked the Patriots. Because either switch teams don't mean nothing to me. I do like Tampa Bay, though. I really do. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm about I'm to say, you got to be honest. Give him your mind. I, I, I got to give him respect, though. Uh, you know. Oh, no. Tom, went from, Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever played this game. Ain't no doubt oh, my about God. It. Hands down. But what, what, when we root for a team, though, are we rooting because there's a player we like on the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got nothing in it. You see, we like, y'all, in it. See, like, see, like the Texans, y'all should pick somebody to root for. And get ready, cause it's gonna. You gonna a lot of years. You ain't gonna be in it. We're not gonna go as many years as y'all went. We won't do. Well, that. I tell you what, you done already went one more than us, so you lead. Yeah. Well, well. How about that, homie? See, see, Tommy. And right Deshaun won't out. Hopkins gone. Matter of fact, I'll be talking to Hopkins at the NFL Honors. 
He signed up. I'm going to talk to Hop. Who, who, who is the coolest player you talk to on the NFL honors, man? I ain't going to go there with you. I love the old school dudes, man. Michael Irvin, Emmitt, Ronnie Lott, Mean Joe Green. Yeah. Uh, Carmichael used to be the receiver for the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, Franco Harris was cool. I love Terry Bradshaw, man. I like Aaron Rodgers. I met him. Uh-huh. You know, Have man, you met Jerome Bettis? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, man. Me and Bet play golf together. Yeah, I like Bet. Oh, no. Bet was at your New Year's Eve party. I was oh, there. Yeah, I saw dog. when he walked oh, in the door. Oh, yeah. Bet I is said, cool. Ah! I screamed. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Bet is good people, is man. Cool, Jerome Bet is good brother, man. Yeah. But, man, my, one of my favorite celebrity family feuds is when we have on the Hall of Famers against the rookies. Uh-huh. And, boy, mm. everybody over there got a gold jacket. Boy, they be, they be doing they ass, man. Oh, the rookies be mad. Oh, they be mad. Yeah, I want to get one of them jackets. Boy, you know what you got to do to get one of these damn jackets? You know these black dudes, too. A jacket? A jacket. Man, you better ask me to get you a contract. Don't worry about this damn jacket. All right, Junior. Sunday coming up. Thank you. Who you got, Junior? I've got Kansas City Chiefs. All right. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning I Show. I got the Texans. Right after Shut this. up. Stop, stop. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Passing on big plans for a night on the town in favor of a quiet Valentine's Day at home. Well, lots of us are going to be doing that this year, but that doesn't mean it can't be romantic. Our chief love officer, Mr. Steve Harvey, is here to give us some tips what? to create a Valentine's Day. Yeah, like, you know, some romance ambiance, uh, CLO. We need that from you. So let's talk hey, about We've been this. in this house since last March. What the hell are we finna <laughs> doing here now? Yeah, well, well that's why we have the CLO. Yeah, CLO. Come on, CLO. Hey, dog, we- hey, dog. women don't care about that. Yeah. When, okay. Women are the creators of it's the thought that count. So give me a budget, Shirley. Give me a situation. How you want me to solve? All right. I got um, roses in the yard. Hell, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know what the, don't the budget is. Let me think about the time. budget. Say you have a couple of hundred bucks, Steve. Let's talk decor, the table, dinner, wardrobe. A couple of hundred bucks to spend. It's not a lot. Of- it's just, you know, I'm trying, I got to think of where I can send them or what he right. can go get during this pandemic. You know, right. it's, it's that, so you got to be creative. First of all, here's what you do. Okay. And I'm not just saying this because they advertise on the show, but they do have a good deal. 1-800-Flowers. Come on now. That, <laughs> that right there gets you in the door with some flowers. Women love flowers for the most part. Yeah, and they got yeah. some great deals. So you already mm-hmm. are 200, you weigh in. Mm-hmm. 29 99 all that. They beautiful. got it for you. Okay, mm-hmm. so cool. If you live in a wintry place and it is snowing, okay. listen to me, fellas. Yeah, nice <laughs> Go out there, make a ball of snow about one foot in the diameter. You know, just a big, huge snowball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then get a butter knife and carve it in the shape of a heart. Okay, okay. I like it. Then like. take red Kool-Aid and pour it on there. Oh, I'm going to drink that. It's okay. Nice. Kool-Aid is cheap. And take it outside and show it its red heart. And oh, then, like And then as the days go by, uh-huh. you leave the heart out there, and every time you go by it, you just say, hey, you melt my heart. Aw, 
Oh, this is just keep, just keep going right there. So you're right there. Now, if you live in a warm climate, set up a little small table on the back and just have dessert on the back porch with a linen tablecloth on it and a candle. You know, you know, look, look, you know, you might have to put a jacket or a coat on or something, but it's just dessert, not the whole meal. Just sit on the back porch with the candle lit, have your 1-800-Flowers bought out there, and sit on the back porch on the candle and just say, hey, I just wanted to change the scenery with the girl of my dreams, man. You understand? Oh, no, we can't. We can't do that naked though. While we have it's just dessert, so we're not gonna be out there. Too I long. just that said you be. was outside. For me. <laughs> I, and I'm asking, can it be naked? We in well, the I'm bag. just asking you. Do you have neighbors where you have where you live? <laughs> they don't, they don't most live people have neighbors. Most people have neighbors, Tom. Okay. And and most most wives don't want to sit outside naked. <laughs> But, Not but most, most of them ain't never tried it though. Huh? And see, that's what ain't never tried. And there's a reason why they ain't never tried it. But ain't no we... bugs out. It ain't spring yet. You know what I'm saying? Hey, dog. Why don't you get off Zoom? <laughs> and the air. Both. Because yeah. <laughs> see, as soon as you cut your Zoom camera on, you sit there and look at yourself and you get dumber. And I want you to do something else too, Tommy. <laughs> Stop saying dumber. stupid is a skill set you got. Because it's not. It's him. It's, it's really you, him. dog. There ain't no yeah. skill you know what, set. You know, just because you don't want to be out naked and have some dessert don't mean nobody else does. There's some people <laughs> want to have, have some naked dessert. i tell you what. Do you know anybody wants to sit outside naked and have dessert? You know anybody? Him. Just anybody. him. Anybody. I mean, I mean, other than me, I haven't really asked nobody. But I mean, it, but, hey, I mean the conversation yeah, hasn't come, come up. You go see, gotta go. Hey, hey, you got somebody you can go ask? Go in there and ask them. Let us know how it go. You be back in this I'm not finna ask my wife to go sit out and have no naked dessert. Okay, we'll, have, well. we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, things have gotten real. Uh, the former Vice President Mike Pence um, went from flying on Air Force Two to flying coach on American Airlines. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. The former vice president and his, his wife, Karen Pence, flew coach from St. Croix to Charlotte, North Carolina, with Secret Service agents nearby. Word has it that Mike Pence and his family will move back to Indiana in the summer. Coach, too, I presume, Ooh. right? Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you something right here. If you want to know a big-ass (laughs) drop-off, go from Air Force One to Coach. Coach? Man. That's a big (laughs) drop-off. And Secret Service, though. Yeah. Man. I got to at least get a first-class ticket. I got to (laughs) at least do that. that. Clothes is damn hurting or something. I saw them in the airport. They showed a picture of them just... Sitting in the terminal, sitting at the gate. At least some warm nuts, wow. man. Dang. Come on, man. <sighs> wow. Warm nuts. You know they pass out warm nuts in first class. Man, I, I said, you, you took that all. <laughs> I, I just heard you say that. What the hell is he talking about? Ignorant show. What the hell you say that for on the damn show? We don't want any kids in the car stuff. See, you know what? The problem is. You haven't flown commercial first class in years. <laughs> so you have no earthly idea about the warm nuts. What that really means. That means a lot to us, okay? We'll be back in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today is Groundhog Day, and uh, neither the snow or this pandemic delayed the Groundhog Day virtual activities from Gobbler's Knob. We all know if Groundhog punks <laughs> Tony Phil, that is Gobbler's his name, Knob. sees his shadow. So in case you missed it earlier. Hi, well, there's a blizzard going on right now where he has. So. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Gobbler's knob or whatever. Yeah. We, the fact we take our cue from a groundhog. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Growing up in Chicago, this was a very, very important day to us. Very important growing How up. How long has this been going on? Forever. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, as long as I can remember. Yeah. Long, Didn't you long see time. the movie with Bill Murray? Oh, oh I love that. That's classic. That was great. Yeah, I love it that. It is a classic. It is a oh, classic. That's great. Boy, he yeah. set that alarm clock, that radio. Boy, they, they <laughs> repeated the same every day over day, and over. The same song. <laughs> every day. <laughs> We're in the middle of a blizzard right now. Anyway, and, 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 thanks for nothing. Six, six has the groundhog ever been wrong? Uh, go. Just look, look, do you understand that that's really not true? <laughs> what? No, we don't understand, Uncle. We got our hopes on this ground. Boy, that ain't got nothing to do with it. Boy, that ain't real. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Has a groundhog See, ever been people. wrong? Your ass been really waiting on this damn groundhog, though. <laughs> no, I'm Steve, not waiting on okay. no groundhog. Steve, remember I got in trouble about Santa Claus. Okay. okay. I'm waiting on time to don't change back. I don't give a damn about this warthog. Groundhog day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he said warthog. That's what Tommy said. <laughs> he just said You caught it, Carla. You caught it. <laughs> Stay with me, Carla. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want time you to change. You're damn about this warthog. warthog. <laughs> It's a groundhog, you crazy man. <laughs> I care about this warthog. I like the other hog better, the one that's seen Kuna Matata. That's the one I like. Let's go uh, ahead. So we, we just found out that it's not actually Groundhog Day. It is what, Tommy? <laughs> it's warthog or it's the sweat hogs from Welcome Back, Carter. It's one of them. Welcome back. <laughs> It's Groundhog Day, okay? Groundhog Day. You don't care about time. You want time change. <laughs> That's all I care. All I want to know is when time going to change so it don't get dark till 8.30. That's all I'm I want. You. I'm with you. I'm spring with forward. You. That's what we're waiting yeah. on to see for the time yeah, to and change. I wish and spring past that hog. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just calling it a hog now? <laughs> hey, if it's chitlins in there, it's a hog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up is our last break of the day, and we'll have, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are um, on our last break of the day for this Tuesday, um, and uh, time for closing remarks. I think I spoke about this a little bit last week, but I want to make sure everybody got this. You know, I'm really, really, really looking forward to 2021 however it goes even even with the bumps and lumps that it has taken so far this year i mean 2021 for a lot of people has gotten off a little rough 2021 for a lot of people has been like a new start but the fact of the matter is for all of us all of us 2021 is a blessing to even be here of all the things that transpired in 2020 
have you realized, have you stopped to take just a moment to look at yourself and go, you know what? I survived it. I'm here. You know, it's all this talk about a vaccine, whether you should take it or not. All this, uh, uh, the number of cases in the United States, the number of deaths. I mean, man, it's, it's just horrific news. But you still here. A lot of people lost, lost loved ones, and that's, that's just a hurtful thing. There is no way around it. I know exactly how that feels. But I'm still here. The blessing is I'm still here. I just got a call yesterday. One of my frat brothers, man, who I was just on the phone with last week, he died yesterday. Dog, what? I'm talking about a good brother too, man. Brother Timothy Moore, Cy Gamma, Kent State University. One of the great brothers, man, was a professor at the Institute of African American Affairs down there at Kent State, man. Just a stellar human being, man. Great father, great family man. He passed yesterday. I was just talking with him, man. We was just email exchanging some ideas. He gone. But you know what I have to do? I have to keep looking in the mirror. I have to keep looking forward and realize through God's grace and mercy, we still here. We still here. Man, man, oh man, oh man. So guess what? With that fact right there, I'm taking 2021 and I'm going to do something with mine. As long as God give me breath, I'm going to do something with mine. Whatever the days left he has for me, I'm going to do something with mine. I'm committed to waking up every day to put myself on a journey to become better. I'm putting myself in it every day to win. I'm putting myself in it every day to get stronger, wiser. Just be a better man, a better husband, a better father, a better friend. Man, you can better yourself. The decision to better yourself is yours. This is yours. You don't need nobody's permission to better yourself. Stop sitting around waiting on uh, accolades and, and affirmation from other people. You don't need that. Get together with your creator and get your own affirmation. I am better now. Thank you, Lord. I feel stronger now. Thank you, Lord. Them people, Most people can't give you strength. I haven't met the person yet who strengthens me. I've yet to meet them. Oh, I've had some people encourage me. I've had some people, you know, tell me to hang in there. God is the only person I met that strengthens me. That gives me complete peace when the whole world around me is swirling. Do you know, man, that if you work on your relationship with God, do you know that when the storm comes, you can handle it better? Do you understand that when it gets real hot for you out there, that you have a person, a ride that you can get and feel like you tucked under his wings? Do you understand how important that is? See, we have a relationship with God. It don't mean that you ain't going to have problems, struggles, hardships. And things of that nature, because you are. This is life, man. Quit thinking, well, I don't be no Christian. Something always happened to me. It's something always happening to everybody. Everybody. You're not the only one. President Obama has stuff happening to him. Biden got stuff happening to him. Everybody got stuff. Kamala Harris got stuff happening to her. Stacey Abrams, Tiger Woods got stuff happening to him. Everybody got something happening to him. 
welcome to life. That's what it is. But you know what you also have? You have the power of choice. Because God created us in his image. And when he created us in his image, he gave us the power of imagination and he gave us the power of choice. You get to decide to do right or wrong. You get to decide to chase your dreams. You get the right to have dreams. Birds can't have dreams. They don't. Animals do what animals do. They mate a certain time of the year. They eat this type of food or they either carnivorous or on omnivore. They 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 I mean they they do veg, vegetables. They don't have a choice. You're a human being. You have a choice. You created in God's image. You can actually do the right thing. You can will yourself to success. You can actually be successful this year. Have you ever taken that request to God, though? Have you ever just sat down and really, man, threw yourself at his feet and went, you know what? I'm nothing without you. I need you every step of the way. Shape me and make me and mold me into the person you want me to be. Have you ever done that? Just try it. Just try it, man. It could be the beginning of something great for you. As a matter of fact, it will be the beginning of something great to you because that's all I got for you. That's the only reason I am where I am today because I decided to let him take the wheel because my driving skills is crazy. Those are my closing remarks. All right, y'all have a good one. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. He really would, and he don't hold it against you that you ain't been over there in a while. Just go talk to God. Y'all have a good For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 